to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have... Bazira. Kit! Oh my god! <laughs> I spent a long time on that. <laughs> This stupid thing. Oh my god, finish this intro. And and Flick. And Flick, I'm here. Flick's here too. Oh boy. So, last week, we caught up with our long lost friend, Priya, and found out a little about what she's been up to these last couple of months while the rest of the party was murdering high ranking political figures in Silson. That's what she's been doing. She has spent the last six months of real world time planning her return. (laughs) Amazing. In the weeks before last week, we had a couple of roundtable discussions gathering all of the information that the party has amassed since their arrival in the last refuge a little over a year ago and talking about how it's going to affect their decisions going forward. What mind-blowing revelations will our adventurers come to this week? What will they decide to do decide to do next? Sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what will side. they decide? This is really going well. It's a good, excellent season four starter. And when are they finally going to reunite with Bria officially? Apparently very soon, based on that introduction. But let's find out. Hey, y'all. Hello. Hey. I can't. Hello. <laughs> Longest introduction. Probably not ever, but it's up there. All right. So, welcome back, everybody. Welcome to season four. Uh, Happy what 2019. What is season four about? Happy 2019. I think we said that last week and the week before and possibly the week before that as well. But yeah, I'm done talking. That's okay. excellent so just in case you missed it happy 2019 we're back what is season four about you missed i have no idea (laughs) all right uh we're back and what are we gonna do i don't know but we are gonna start this episode with our uh three adventurers who are debating what they're gonna do next at the old fiendish well that they spent time going to and defeating this weird tree guardian of so that Flick could consecrate it just for practice to see what would happen. In the last moments, though, before they did that, uh, Kit had the brilliant idea to cast Augury just to see if this was a terrible idea, and it turns out it was. Uh, So they decided not to do that. So now it's a question of what they're going to do next. Uh, So I believe as we left it, Flick really wants to go back and consecrate the temple. Kit really wants to go look for Bria. And Bizdira is uh, playing a game of, uh, watching a game of tennis going back and forth between the two of them and not really uh, of a strong opinion at the moment. Well, I I actually, I might have changed my uh, opinion because. What? In reality. Yeah. Listen. (laughs) Listen. I can have opinions sometimes. It happens. You you absolutely can. I encourage it. My thought process is is that we're not going to be able to get into the temple without a battle without Bria. No. They're not there all the time. Right, but we don't even know the schedule of what they are, whereas she might. Also, maybe she just has more information that we need to know before we do such a thing. Bria, roll me a perception check, please. 16. Uh, so as you are uh, walking, we're going to uh, smash cut over to Bria, who's walking through the woods uh, with the 
uh, recruiter guardians who are making their way back from Silfson. You all, if you remember, you got to Silfson. The gates were sealed. You saw that the main keep on the far side of town was on fire. Things were not great. And the guardians were sort of like, well, we don't really know what to do. So I guess we'll turn back. So you have been traveling now, uh, headed back towards the temple. And uh, you hear... In the trees, a little ways ahead of you, you hear Kit's voice saying, maybe Bria has more information for us. And I, ooh, so many options. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Is Brita with me or did she stay back at camp? I think we determined that she was with you because you made a face about, like, you lied to the Guardians about God knows what on your way to Silfson and then, like, made a face at her and she gave you a look like, oh, we're going to have a talk about this later. Okay, so I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna like put my hands out, like mommy block everyone, um, oh, and then like put my finger up, as if like there's some danger out there, and then uh-huh. I'm gonna um, try to sneak up on them. And who? Oh boy. Who is gonna be with their back to me? Well, you tell me. Well, I'm afraid of Vizdira, so I don't want to attack. <laughs> <laughs> And and Kit has the shield, right? So Correct. it's gonna be Flick. Obviously. Well, um, note, note, <laughs> note that Flick is sitting on the ground up against the well. Ah, okay. That okay. could be even better because then you're sneaking up from behind the well as if Excellent. something is so coming I'm out gonna, of it. I'm gonna creep up below the well. Okay. And then I wanna come out of the well like a ghost. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Let's see if you can see get me? that far first. Go ahead and make me a uh, dexterity stealth check, please. With advantage? Why? Make me an argument. Okay, um, because I'm 18th level, and... Okay, well, that's uh, not true. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens. I let her make one decision about what's happening, and suddenly she's 18th level. Well, it rolled up on my computer, so can I re-roll it? Because it, like, rolled, and then it, like, it's it's balanced on... It's flat, but it's balanced on my computer. Sure. Okay. So you basically just gave me advantage. So there you go. Yeah, I know. Oh, it's only one better. Um, <laughs> That's right. That's right. The dice have spoken. Twelve. Oh. Does do any of you have a passive perception of less than twelve? No. Nope. No. <laughs> so Bria, who has been training and getting sneakier, just is like army crawling. I'm but too she's excited. Like, it's not like, right, it's not like she's, like, stepping on every twig, which one of you has done before, like, every dry <laughs> twig between her and you guys, but, like, she's not, she's not quiet, like, the the grass is sort of, like, or the, the foliage around is, like, you know, noisy and squelchy, because you're in the, you're near the swamp at this point, and you absolutely hear something coming. Uh, Bastyr's gonna prepare a radiant sunbolt. <laughs> yeah, she is. <laughs> Flick is gonna hide behind the well. Yes, he is. I'm gonna cast Shillelagh on my quarterstaff. <laughs> yeah, she is. Okay, Bria, I, what you doing? I'm gonna, uh, I'm still gonna try to do it. I think I'm great. too excited Here's... that I don't even notice them preparing stuff. I was just gonna say, like, yes, that is a great storytelling decision. I love that. Like, you're just so excited. Okay, great. So what do you do? <laughs> uh, so I, I'm gonna, like... I'm I'm on the floor and I'm behind the well and then I just want to uh-huh. do like um almost like slow motion inflatable arms guy like woo. <laughs> 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 okay great so here's what I want the rest of you to do I want you to make perception checks we're not gonna take your passive uh and this is sort of like to realize or I guess I'll take insight too if that's better for anyone which I don't think it is um to realize that it is in fact Bria and not a monster of some sort. <laughs> 
Bria, why don't you make me a deception check with disadvantage since they knew you were coming? Okay. This this that that'll be their DC for realizing it's you. Thirteen for me. Okay. So, did anyone get less than a 13 on their perception or insight checks? <laughs> yeah. <Yep. laughs> no, I didn't. I've got, like, mud across my face. <laughs> Are those twigs in my hair? Was it just Kit? No, I, I got a 7. Oh, okay. What about you, Flick? I got a 20 adjusted. <laughs> okay, so Flick's like, oh my god, it's Bria! And Bizdira and Kit attack. Yeah. So yeah. go ahead and roll your attacks. Oh my god, it's been so long. I don't even remember. <laughs> so wait, we're rolling attacks. Yeah, roll your your radiant sunbolt and and kids shillelagh quarter stuff. <laughs> you crit. I hate you so oh, much. Yeah. I crit. I actually crit. don't remember. I actually have to look it up. <laughs> it's your uh, proficiency plus your wisdom modifier. Bazir, did you say you crit? I crit. Amazing. Roll that damage. <laughs> this is incredible. Oh my god. Uh, that's eleven damage. <laughs> Uh, I rolled a 15 to hit. (laughs) Does a 15 hit you, Bria? I think it does. It does because I don't have the shield, yeah. All right. Okay. Damage. D8 plus your wisdom modifier. Okay. (laughs) And we kill Bria. (laughs) Oh, I only rolled a one, so that's good. (laughs) One plus your wisdom, which is. But uh, I'll I'll uncanny dodge uh, uh, Bizdira's attack. Okay, so five from Bizdira as you roll with it, but unfortunately you roll right into Kit's magic quarterstaff. Take another four from her. <laughs> I just see her like slapping me in the face with it. This is amazing. <laughs> yes, exactly. And then of course, as soon as your attacks both hit, you immediately realize who it is. Um, but also, as this happens, the rest of the guardians come running out of the trees, weapons drawn. Uh, in fact, I think one of them probably looses an arrow at... Mm, Brita. Let's see. Brita. Brita definitely loses an arrow at Kit. Uh, so let's see how that goes. No, no, no. Oh, uh, but she's so upset about Bria being attacked that the arrow drops off of the uh, bow before she can actually fire it. She rolled a natural one. <laughs> okay, um, good. That's good. Uh, so then they pull up short because every guardian obviously knows by sight very quickly who you fools are. So uh, <laughs> yeah. there's a weird sort of standoff moment. What are you all doing? I'm going to healing word Bria. <laughs> and actually his healing word is my uh my going in to hug him since he didn't hurt me. Oh. I think Bazir is gonna like look at her and be like, How dare you, you son of a bitch <laughs> and go up and let's like grab her by the by her armor uh-huh. or her uh clothes or whatever she's wearing and then be like uh-huh. and just give her a big hug. And then yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go in her ear. Ooh, <laughs> um, <Ew>, what? <laughs> I. This deer will giggle. <laughs> I think that as soon as I realized that it was Bria and I had hurt her and she's back, I'm just going to collapse in the on the floor and just start sobbing. Yep, like, yep, hundred percent. That is what sobs. you do. A hundred thousand percent. Can I? As I hug Flick, can I take my spoons from him, and can I um, just do the spoons in Kit's ear? Oh, oh, uh, sure, yeah. That's weird. And I'm tink, gonna. Tink, tink. Have look you ever up heard the spoons her. played? That's what the spoons sound like. How uh, you try to create that noise with your mouth? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It was closer. Shut up. It was closer than ting ting. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> 
Um, uh, by the way, Bria, you hear- get five points back to you. Thank oh. you. Um, okay, upon hearing the spoons in my ear, I'm going to look up at Bria, and then I'm going to jump up and give her a big hug, just with Aww. all the snot and the tears and everything. Yep. But I'm going to start Still laughing. Crying. Still crying, happiness. but now laugh crying. I love it. Yeah, I love exactly. everything about it. Oh, it's back. sweet. Uh, the guardians are super uncomfortable, but like that's okay. <laughs> and I, just, I imagine the four of us just like link arms and start like jumping up and down and laughing like in a circle. <laughs> <laughs> like we're like, ha, 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 ha. oh, it's like the ending of Lord of the Rings. Yeah, the that's that's what I imagine. I imagine. Yeah, like a Hobbit moment. A bed. Yeah, all we need is a big bed, and we'll start hopping on the bed and having, like, a little pillow fight, and it'll be really no. weird and sexually fueled, but not really, because oh, we're all related. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. It'll be just as awkward as Lord of the Rings. That's great. Yeah, I was just going to say, that is an accurate representation of that scene in Lord of the Rings. After we're done squeeing, I'm going to get serious for a second, and I'm as I'm oh. holding... At least two hands in my hands. I want to bring mm-hmm. them up to Brita like I'm introducing my boyfriend to my father in this oh, like, very my serious, God. solemn way. So I just have to say, like, when you said that, for some reason, I just imagined you holding, like, multiple severed hands. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, it's, God. it's okay. We're DM, fully okay. back in the uh, D&D mindset, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're back with me. This yeah, I gotta get. I gotta catch up anymore. It's okay. Yeah. You're gonna be okay. <laughs> Strap in, everybody. She's back. <laughs> um, okay, so you go over to introduce yourself to introduce them, and as you introduce them, Brita's like, "I know." <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> she she's aware. Okay. Well, no need to be. That made that easy, Jesus. didn't it? <laughs> yes, there is. And I feel this like weird summer camp versus regular school friends vibe going on in my heart. <laughs> You've made this weird in all kinds of ways that I couldn't have imagined. Interesting. Welcome back. Yeah. Are you surprised? Because I'm not. No, surprised. I mean, I'm not if I sit and think about it for a minute. <laughs> a second. <laughs> second. Should so, we start running? Running? Why are you running? No, you just got here. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I meant like we, we've got the keys. Let's just run. I'm kidding. We go. <laughs> We're not. No, that's. God. I feel like there are a lot of them. Well, maybe. How many of them are there? How many are how many there? What? Oh, how many guardians? Yeah. Um, I think you probably counted them myself. <laughs> there are probably year, ten. Last year. Last year, <laughs> they got thirty-seven. I'll wait. No, it's good. You're fine. You're okay. Just tell me how many there are. Well, now there's thirty. No, there's ah! ten. Of them. Okay. <laughs> there's ten of them. Um, okay. Flick. After this merriment. Uh, Flick will actually turn to Bria. Is that and what this was? Mary, uh, very much so. Um, <laughs> turn to Bria and ask, uh, did you actually go to Sylphson? And I'll be like, yeah, uh, it seems like you guys didn't make it there, right? Uh, the whole place. <laughs> we saw Scorched Earth and the whole place. There was a big tower that was burning. It, very strange. Very strange. Oh yeah, we yeah, saw, yeah, we saw the same thing and we turned back. That's yeah, it took us months and months to get there and turn back. I'm not saying this out loud. I'm thinking it's snarkily in my head. Yeah. And I hear it in Anyone my sister who's... brain and I laugh a little bit. Exactly. <laughs> Anyone who has spoken should probably roll a charisma deception check now, please. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, that's not bad. 15 for me. 15? Okay. 15 I got a 17. Well. Okay. We're so, I mean, um, 
you've already lied to them about this a little bit, uh, Bria, and Brita knew you were lying, but the rest of them sort of buy it. They're super confused, though, and have concerns about, like, your abilities as adventurers if it took you that long to get there and just turn around. And I'll say, oh, well, did we you did get a caught in that river again? That always tripped us up for a couple weeks. <laughs> Which is on the other side of the temple from Silson. Whoops, I'm a very good cartographer. You have... <laughs> oh yeah, you're the cartographer. Ay, <clears throat> okay. So. Um, how many... Remind me, how many days are we from the temple? Oh, a uh, couple, I think. Like okay. two. Okay. So we'll have at least a night, if not two... Before we get there? Uh, yeah, I would think so. Okay. Um, I want to uh, look at Vizdira. Uh-huh. And then I'm oh, going to look down at my armor and look oh. back up at her. And <laughs> look down at my armor and look back up at her. Oh, my and God. And then put my hands out and close my eyes to see if she has a present for me. <laughs> You're the worst. She's going to smirk. Uh-huh. Oh, no, and I, I feel like... my hands. Well... I can't wait to find out. At DM's discretion... Uh huh. I feel like I would have had some time on the way back to to work on it a little bit. Um, I will say that you worked on it a little bit. We didn't talk about it, so it's definitely not finished. I'm not going to give you that much, but like, yeah, you can have started a little bit. Okay, so she's gonna pull out something that you can't quite get an idea of right now, but you can oh, see no. that it wraps around, like attaches to like the, the tops of your shoulders and comes down. And <laughs> I can't wait. No, don't make that face. No, she's gonna she's gonna attach it to the side, and as she pulls it down, you're gonna see that she's made a design with some of the different colors of beetles, and it just looks like a little sad face. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, amazing. But then when I look down at it, it looks like a happy face. So I thank you for the reminder that I should be happy. Okay. Okay. Sure. <laughs> that is not where I thought that was a going. Horned creature on your <laughs> thing, because that's what you would see is like eyes with like horns coming out. Right. Um. Amazing. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I have a plot-related question. Oh, plot? What story? <clears throat> Go. Listen. Our Listen. listeners have been very happy thus far in this episode. I'm sure they <laughs> us And tell us how much you're enjoying oh, Bria's God. return. Um, oh, God. So um, if, if, a, if something, let's say a well, is consecrated. Um, <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I love you, too. Um, if a well were to be consecrated, mm-hmm. and in whatever God's name, could you, how does consecrating the well, like if another god were to come in, how does re-consecrating happen? Does it happen? Is it like, does that make sense? I mean, yes, I guess so. In theory, like if the consecration of the latter god were more powerful, uh, it would take over. Otherwise, like, you would have to, I guess you would have to, like, desecrate the first consecration and then overlay it with your own new consecration. Why are you asking? I'm afraid. Yeah, I'm confused. <laughs> Can I am As the cleric, I am. my flag right. went up. Also, as the cleric, I feel like Flick is concerned. Well, okay, Hello? so I, um, in listening to their talkback episode, oh boy. Uh-huh. Um, there I left DM several voicemails as I was driving oh, and yes. listening where I was yes, you screaming did. They're amazing. Um, They're amazing. <laughs> so 
I, and I will tell them this, I think that when that, and I'll actually say this to the group of people that are around us, that when that flash of blue light happened, that was one of the other temples being consecrated by Flick's siblings. So my question is, can we be on the, I guess it would be the defense to like go, I see it as like paint. I see it as like they have red paint on the temple right now. And if we were to go over, could we like put blue paint on it? Um, so that's a good uh, question. Flick, let's find out what you know about it. Make a hmm, religion check, I guess. Because I think that's probably better than your arcana, right? Uh, yes. Uh, that'll be a 20 adjusted. I rolled a 17. So, cool. Knowing what you know about your siblings, assuming that they have sort of gained, increased in ability much at the same rate as you guys have, if not faster, um, your guess is that you would have a hard time just laying over a new consecration over it, uh, because they're pretty powerful, and you know that about them. Um, It is not, however, impossible to think that you could find a way to to sort of desecrate what they have done and then re-consecrate it. It would just take longer. Mm, is, um, I see. Oh no. Oh no. What? It's it's gross and it's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> we'll uh, say it and if it's terrible then it'll go in the bloopers. Well, I mean, so like desecrate it like just <laughs> No, not no, shit on don't. it. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Don't. <laughs> that would be pretty simple, I think. Like we just like have a couple of prunes and then um, No. <laughs> my god. Is that the title of this episode? A couple of prunes? Oh my god. Foul. <laughs> Foul. I vo- okay, so okay, so a couple of No, it is not that then... simple. I am a I I am a man of a certain god, and I can't believe you would suggest such a thing. <laughs> I I, I believe that Denier would appreciate you doing that to the temple of a god who is not him. <laughs> Y'all don't even know who they con- who they would have consecrated it to if that is indeed what they did. All right, are we talking about this? Are we talking about this out loud? You're telling everybody this. Yeah, yeah. So let's so let's do this. Let's let's do this because we these are the conversations that we need to have, right? Because ultimately, what needs to happen now that we've had our, a lovely bizarre reunion is like <laughs> you all need to compare notes and and figure out what's going to be next. So my question is, um, when and and where. And with whom do you want to do this, right? So like Kit asked earlier, you guys probably have a day and a half, two days before you, uh, if you travel back with the Guardians back to the temple. Um, the Guardians are not going to let Bria not go with them, right? Because you mm-hmm. are still, they have mm-hmm. not returned the keys, so you are still, all of your Brias belong to us. Um, <laughs> That's the episode <laughs> title. That much. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, you tell me, like how and when do you want to have these conversations and with whom? And then we could just have them. I want... My first thought was that we would go with them. Because mm-hmm. I'm i not going to let Bria go away now that we're back <laughs> sure. with her. Um, sure. And then we would sneak away in the night when everyone's sleeping. And, okay. Yeah. And I can... Sneak either... away just so that, like, you can have the conversation out of earshot, you mean? Yeah, yeah. That's all. Yeah. Okay. I'm nearby, um, but so no one can overhear us. Right. Also, I'm pretty sure... Flick, you're high enough level to prepare and cast silence, right? Yeah, uh, that's how that's how we beat the the. Yes, oh, right. Yes, right. Silence, yeah. So like, so Absolutely. like, you could put you could put silence like between. This is not exactly how it works, but like, we'll say that you use a combination of like sneaking away and creative use of silence, like in between you guys and the guardians, because you can't put it on top of you because then you can't hear each other. But like, yeah, right. Creative use of silence to to get privacy. Okay, cool. Well, I Great. also I think that like I could probably ask them to like. As long as we, like, if we can campfire, like, the four of us, like, a, a couple 
feet away or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think we necessarily are going to have to sneak away as long as they can still see where we yeah, are. Yeah, as long as your yeah, as long as your camp is is like within eye shot. Yeah, they're. Fine I'm not with even that. saying like super far away because we can still put up the silence, but more just because yeah. I. I think that we're going to have to have a really open conversation with them when we get back and make a plan. And I would rather sure. them not think we're sneaking around and all of that. Sure. Great. That's, great. Okay. That so, seems great. reasonable. So that answers <laughs> the questions, right? Like at night while you're traveling and out of your shot of the orcs. Great. Have the conversation now. What do you know? What do you want to do? What's next? I'll start. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So I think, uh, and I said it in the other episode, but I'll like fill them in on all the stuff that I know and all of that. Right. Um, I think... That the the four temples are essentially like the keys to opening up the center, which is where the beast is. Um, after further thought of this, both as a player and as Bria, my intention is to keep the creatures in this land safe, which I think Kit probably very much is in line with. So yes. my intent <laughs> is, regardless of anything else that we do, to make sure that that beast is not released. I don't think that that means that we can't consecrate the temple. Um, because I, that's what I, I was going to say too. I think that like, if we're not going <laughs> to, if we're not going to defecate the other temple, oh my uh, God. <laughs> no, then, I need a drink. then, uh, I, I think that those were the two options I was thinking is we would either combat it from that angle as like, we go to the temples that they've already been to and undo it. But then it's, it's just playing catch up rather than playing mustard. Um, and just consecrating our own. <laughs> I'm a mom now, so I have really great jokes. <sighs> wow, really you're making up for there. a lot of ground this episode already. Mm-hmm. So that's that's my my two thoughts. Is like I don't want this beast to get released in the least because that sounds fun. Yeah, that's it. That's what I. Think. I'm with you. I th- I think uh, Flick was definitely going to question the consecrating the temple part of that conversation until you said it, and then I think he's satisfied from there on out. I think. As long as we can consecrate the temple and not necessarily open anything or cause any sort of problem uh, and then go around and protect the other temples, I think that's fine. Right, because going inside the temple doesn't actually, like, open anything. Like, there's no danger well, we in don't going know. inside. We don't necessarily know that. Well, well, Bria knows that opening the temple doesn't release anything because remember that rogue guardian did it once before mm-hmm. and like that's that just the right. opening of the temple right that's I think what Bazir yeah. was saying like opening the door in and of itself doesn't release anything right there has to be something further in the temple that equals to the opening of but plus it's like I can't help but feel that it's a matter of when you open all four that's when you release the beast that it's not just a release open one temple and suddenly you have a big beastie on your hands because we're still only fifth level, so... <laughs> You're the worst! <laughs> you were doing so well! <laughs> exactly. We're not at the finale yet. Uh, the other thing I was thinking with this, too, is I remembered um, the comment of, like, obviously, like, Denier is going to be able to speak to Flick more. Like, we'll maybe have some conversations with Gavriel and that type of thing if this is opened. So I think... Or if it's consecrated. So I think that that potentially just gives more power and more guidance to to what our individual goals are. So I think that at least doing one of these temples is a good thing, especially if we all agree, if you guys, I don't know if you guys agree, but that this, that that blue light was them consecrating one of the temples. Uh, yeah, I think that's I a very strong possibility for sure. Yeah, that was what, after listening to your episode and after our conversation as a player, that's 
totally where I ended up. Uh, so I tend to agree. I guess the the question is, and I think Kit is still a little wary of the idea of consecrating the temple, but like, if that's what you three want to do at this point, I'm not going to fight against it. Um, but the question is, do we do it without the guardians? Like help or do we get them on our side i i think we can get them on our side um i think that we can and if not then we'll figure it out then but i think it's worth talking to them about that blue light and all of that stuff because i i think we're gonna need them to be honest i think we're gonna every every good creature that we meet in this world we're gonna need to rally on our side for whatever's coming so we also have frosty's hat now too (laughs) so that adds into the whole persuasion thing Absolutely. Correct. Absolutely. Have you all seen it? There was a really great, I can't remember if it was on Twitter or Instagram, but there was a, I don't know if you've seen like the, the outline, like the, the format of it is like an adventure, like on a boat going into this cave and he finds the scroll of truth and then he reads it and like it's some like hard pill to swallow and he like throws the scroll of truth away. And I saw one that was um, persuasion is not mind control. Insight is not mind reading. And some other skill check is not, like, something magic. And I was like, yes, that's right. Those are just how persuasive are you, but it ain't like... Vizdira, you want to hit this one? Yeah, but (laughs) I do actually have mind control, so there is that. I'm just saying, yes, you do. I just thought it was a a good scroll of truth. As long as there's only 18 of them around. Right. Also, also, that's not mind control either. That just makes them think you're their friends. Yeah, but I, if I tell them something, they're more likely to believe that it's true. That is true. Yeah. Anyway, don't um, let me uh, derail this conversation. Please carry on. The other thing I was thinking, just as like a nugget to keep in your brains. What? Don't make fun of me. Uh, nugget. <laughs> um, was that, okay, so the when the sky turned blue, it made the illusion magic stronger. So I'm wondering if this is like Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, like each temple has its own magic that it makes stronger or that's connected to it or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. So I have written down mm-hmm. all of the schools of magic to continue thinking about this as we go through. I've started a couple that I think it might be. We'll see what my predictions hold. That's all. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Lo- love that preparation. I've, I've had Loving a, that. a lot of time to think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you have. Shall we continue on on foot with the Guardians? Okay. Um, I actually have one more thing that I want us to talk about. And maybe this will be a conversation we have after the fact. But just to start thinking about it. After we consecrate this temple... What are we going to do next? Are we going to go consecrate other temples? Are we going to go try to defeat Flick's siblings? That's that's what's currently niggling the back of my head. Right. The the interesting thing is that if there are four to five islands, like there's a very real possibility that we're like, hey, we should go to that island and there's nobody there. So that's a possibility. But also like... Uh, if we do go to the nether island, I think we should focus on the one with the lights. My instinct was that the one with the lights, like that's shining, that's like a beacon of like where it opened. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, that's a really good point, Kit, in that like, that actually was not an option that I was thinking of, of like, oh, we could just like go and defeat them instead of trying to consecrate the same amount of temples or whatever. Um, but I think mm-hmm. we would need 
people on board because I do not think that from what Flick has told us about them that we are strong enough to defeat them on our own. Yeah, I'm going to have to hard pass on that one, at least for now. <laughs> um, sure. I guess that the the reason why that seems like a more appealing option, to me at least, is that if we go and, you know, like, stop cut the, the head problem off head of on. that snake, yeah. then... I can... Sorry? T- huh? L- go ahead and finish, Kip. If we cut the snake off of that head, then... Or whatever, you guys know <laughs> what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> it's an Azimar, for sure. <laughs> Um, then we we lessen the chance of releasing that beast because I think that if they are also going around consecrating temples and we open up all of the te- if all four temples are opened up at the same time, we don't know if that's the key or if they're going into temples to steal whatever the key is. So I feel like it might that might give us an advantage to uh, avoiding that fate. But if we don't think we can beat them, then I guess it is a moot point. It is a moot point. <laughs> Cow's opinion. It's Moo. Thank you. <laughs> it's Moo. It's totally Moo. Um, I, I think it's a good thing to be thinking about, but also, like, I guess we see what we see inside of this. I think once we know what the keys are, we'll have a, a much more clear plan. Right. I agree right. with that. And I also have to say, like, we can't defeat them right now. I know that for a fact. Like, we just can't. I mean, we can try and fight them, but well, we're not going to. Not with that attitude, win. you can't. Right. Mm-hmm. I have and then, uh, one thing. Okay, go ahead. Uh, well, I mean, we can discuss this at the end when we're done talking about the temples, but uh, should we fill in Bria about what actually happened in Silfson? Not right now. <laughs> okay. We'll get to that. I think I think Bria knows. I don't. I mean, she doesn't know it's that bad, uh, but like she saw <laughs> the, the tower burning and asked them what it was, and they said it was the leader's tower, so like, she's got an idea. And, and Bizdira, something tells me that you at least have made clear that like, you now have the third key. I was actually well, gonna I mean, ask about that when I talked that about too. the mind control, then yes. Oh, right, there you go. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I feel like we all have deep uh, mental and emotional scars and we're not ready to talk about what happened at Silson yet. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's that makes sense. Man, I really threw him for a loop with that Sylphson stuff. Although, to be fair, they did it to themselves. Hey, everybody. Your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, here with a few mid-show announcements. Hope you're enjoying the episode so far, enjoying having Bria back. If you are, it would be remarkable if you could pop on over to iTunes or Stitcher or Google Play or wherever you download your podcasts from and leave us a five-star review and rating. If you do that, we will read your review out loud here on the air, and the more of those we get, the higher our placement on those podcasting sites and the more people that we're going to get to listen. We have recently received our 40th review for this show, which we are very excited about and which, as promised, we read out loud at the end of this episode. So thank you, Throttle Wookie, for that awesome, really sweet review. Uh, and stay tuned at the end of the podcast to hear it. We also want to remind all of you that we have a Patreon page. Uh, you can go to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge, pledge as little as $1 a month, and get access to bonus content, early access to episodes, you can see the characters, the players' character sheets, all kinds of cool stuff. As of this recording, we are $1 away from our first goal on Patreon. If we manage to hit that goal, we're going to release some never-before-heard audio of the five of us sitting down to create these characters long before we started recording, long before the character minisodes. You can hear some of the original ideas. That audio will be released to our patrons only. We just need one more dollar pledged per month. So head over to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge and join that community.
Speaking of our Patreon and our awesome patrons, we want to thank some of them. We want to thank our Shimmer Scale tribe leaders, Los Vargases and Eliahu of Merc Grove. We also want to thank BattleBards for a lot of the amazing music that you hear on our show and D&D Beyond for all of the help that they give us with our character sheets and character management, monster management, all of that stuff. You can find both of those services at BattleBards.com and dndbeyond.com. Finally, a personal plug. If you want to see slash hear more of me every week, uh, right now on Encounter Roleplay, I'm a player in a super awesome campaign set in the world of Greyhawk. It's called The Wheels of War, and we stream live on twitch.tv slash Encounter Roleplay every Friday from 2 to 5 p.m. Eastern. So hop on over, say hey in the chat. I'm always keeping an eye on that. Uh, we'd love to have you join us, and it's a really awesome cast of players and DM Shane is creating and crafting an amazing story over there. So Fridays, 2 to 5 p.m. Eastern, twitch.tv slash encounter roleplay. Okay, uh, I think that's enough chatting. We should probably get back to the episode. Thanks very much, and happy gaming, y'all. Okay, so <laughs> so just to make sure that I'm understanding, uh, the plan is to go back, and ultimately your uh, priority now is to get into the temple and consecrate it as planned, and then... We'll figure it out from there. But that's step next, yes? Yes. Yeah, with the first attempt being trying to get the Guardians on our side. Right, right, right. Yeah, in terms of how you're going to get in, we'll deal with that momentarily. But the idea is you want to get in, you want to consecrate. Yes? Yes. All right. I think the only problem that I foresee is that if we show up with Bria, they're going to take our keys away from us instantaneously. Right. I'm hoping that we're able to combat that by... Actually, can I have Frosty's hat, please? Yeah, you can take it. You have to attune to it. Just because I've... Well, we've got a day, so that way yeah, I'll like, you can, with it on or whatever. Because um, I think... <laughs> that's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> I think with the... Um, I'm hoping that the relationships that I've built with them and the conversations I've had with them over the past two months have are going to help us at least a little bit in this. Okay. Yeah, I have full confidence. Great. Do we give them the keys if they don't budge? <laughs> that is a good and important question to have a conversation about before we get there. I think second option would be Bizdira. In my opinion. Yeah. Because also, like, what? if they... if Mind they control. kind of believe that we didn't actually make it into self-sin, there would be no reason for us to have the third key. Right. Yeah, I mean, Brita, her... her Bria's uh, owner... Mom. Uh, right. Master mom uh, is pretty sure that you all have been in, but the rest of them are like... I, I don't know what they think. They're just really confused about what you all have been doing for the last two and a half months. Right. <laughs> Well, I also feel like we, I don't really remember, but I feel like we didn't do a good job of denying that we had all three keys when we initially went looking for Bria. <laughs> mm. That's that's also true. That's... They didn't. They haven't seen it, so they don't, I mean, they don't know for sure. Right. Uh, but yes, that conversation uh, didn't go awesome. For the Mass Charm person, does it take time mm-hmm. to cast or can, is it kind of instantaneous? I get advantage casting it while I have my mask down, right? Oh, you mean to cast it, uh, uh, like, quietly subtly. or yeah. subtly? Yeah, yeah. DM, I like that I said, okay, so our second option then is going to be Bizdira, and your face was like, what, is she going to cut them up? Like That's why, <laughs> that I, that's why I clarified. Immediately my assumption. Um, <laughs> yes, so it is, uh, it would be, it would take a minute to cast, and you do have advantage on casting it subtly if you have your mask down, yes. Okay. And then mm-hmm. third option is pass without a trace. Sneaky. Yeah, we can. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's all going to happen really fast. Like pass without a trace to leave with the objects or to. I think she meant to put, open it and just yeah. run in. 
Oh. <laughs> um, I mean, I have other spells that I can use to create a magical barrier around the temple if that's the route that we want to go but that's gonna like that's gonna piss them off it's not like that's gonna be a bad situation (laughs) that point it'll be too late you you live inside there now you just don't ever come out (laughs) i mean it the spells last for like 10 minutes (laughs) yeah they'll get over it in 10 minutes just like is this a head start (laughs) no we fly away (laughs) yeah exactly yeah well but actually, how long does it take Flick to consecrate the temple again? Like, a long time, right? Yeah, long time. Um, I can't remember. I think it's an hour. I can't actually remember. I feel like we have to try to convince them to let us consecrate the temple. I agree. Um, well, let's let's try. Why not? Okay. Yeah. Um, what if when we get... Well, ugh, sorry. I feel like actually the best thing to do is going to be for Bria to go in and barter a meeting for us with the leaders, and we stay back, and then we bring the objects to the meeting, and then we can do a swishy switch, but with the dream being that they give us permission to consecrate the temple with them guarding it or whatever. How long Mm -hmm. would it take Bizdira to make fake keys? I was actually just thinking the same Fake thing. Fake idol right now. Oh my god, I was just like, going to say, that's some survivor <laughs> shit right there. We wow. still have beetles. You do still have beetles. I mean, depends on how good you want them to be, right? Um, I, well, they haven't seen the third key. That is true. So they don't even know what it looks like. It just has to look similar to the other ones to some degree. That is true, yeah. But and they have seen the other two. I don't know that they ever, they never had them in their possession for any length of time in terms of being able to like uh, really study what they look like, if I recall right. correctly, right? Was mm-hmm. it their one night where they took the shimmer scale as they were deciding? Oh, yes, I think you're correct. Okay, so, so the shimmer scale uh, will take the longest and then the shield and then the spellbinder. Um, and it depends on how good you want them to be. Like, uh, if you want it to really like take them, like it would take them some real effort to see through it. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking like days each, right? Maybe even up to a week for the shimmer scale. Um, if it's something that like you want to hand them and then quick go open the door and run in before they realize, you could probably do that in like two days for the for the shimmer scale, a day for the shield, and part of a day for the spellbinder. Okay, now the next question is, um, are the guardians that we are currently near going to let us go do something else? I mean, as far as you can tell, like, the deal was that when you return the keys, you get Bria back, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Right. So it's not like you have to do that in any, I mean, they sort of are antsy to have it done, but like, there was no time frame set on the deal. So it's not like, you know, you, you could very easily say we have more to do and go your merry way. And Bria would just have to go back with them. Right. Right. Which is why I was thinking if we stop like a half day as like walk out and then Bria goes and sets up a meeting that's going to be whatever to talk, but also to do the swap, that <sighs> might be our best bet. At least mm-hmm. so we have, we go in with the intention of we're going to like have a conversation instead sure. of getting ambushed when we arrive to give them the keys. Right. Here's my only concern is that I can't 
make these around the guardians that are currently yeah, no, there. That's because what I was if they see too. me doing that and then like, oh, here are the scales, I'll be like, uh, no. Well, that's what Kit's saying, though, is that I'm going to set this up and you could potentially be working on those. You guys will be outside in the forest and I'll be, I'll go with them. So you would right, right. Have so she'll she'll go with them and just not right and just not set it up for immediately, right? Yeah. Like oh, right. they have to go I, do some stuff. They'll be back in a ten day, or they'll be back tomorrow, or they'll be back whenever, and we'll have this conversation. Right. Main thing is I need time and as much as I can get. Right. Yeah. I mean, if you want to do it, if you want to do it right and do it well, mm-hmm. uh, it, it'll take it'll take some time. Some good. The next good question is: Do we can we afford to use that time to do this? With Flick's siblings out there doing God knows what. I mean, it's been months, so I think we can afford a few more days. Okay. I think it's an insurance plan. It's like, do we need it? Who knows? Like, we don't... Right. Right. Who knows if we'll actually need them, but it's good to have a backup plan. Right. Uh, Also, Flick, do you have to do something, anything visibly to cast Thaumaturgy? Nope. Just visual. My next... Verbal. My next thought is that if... We spend a short amount of time creating these uh, replicas. Mm-hmm. If he, if we kind of did something like what we did with the um, the priestess with the orc, and have like a reaction when they touch the the fake scales, whether it be like a little rumble or if he can make them feel like a tingling or something. <laughs> Do you mean when you burned the priestess? Because that was kid. No, I know, but that that but it was the I felt like it was the mixture of the heat metal and oh, the fact that the yes. ground rumbled because I like cast thaumaturgy. Yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah. saying is just cause a, an effect to solidify the fact that these could be the real ones, the real keys. Cuz if we're talking magic items, it it would make sense for them to feel something when they touch it. You know what I mean? Like some sort of energy. <laughs> mhm. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I want to be really clear that, like, I really do want them on our side. <laughs> so, like, I, you know, I don't, yeah, like, play it, I was just right. thinking of, like, all these backup ideas, but, like, because I'm scared, but, like, I I think we are going to need them. Like, I think we need everyone that we can have. I Then agree. I think we go I, ahead with that plan page. first, yeah. So, how about we have, uh, how about I make them anyway, and we have some sort of, so, sort of code word. Um, Pineapple. <laughs> Maybe not pineapple, but we have some sort of code <laughs> where if Bria says it, then we know to give them the replicas or, you know, something. Yeah, I'm down. <laughs> sure. I mean, it feels like it's... Okay, so or, it feels like just, at the... It, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, or just like we're going to see that it's going poorly and know that we haven't convinced them. <laughs> that might be that. Right, so it feels like, it feels like yeah. at this point, like... You really want them on your side. It doesn't sound like anyone... I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but it doesn't sound like anyone is vehemently opposed to Bazira at least trying to create these things before they come into the meeting, right? Yes. Anybody vehemently opposed to at least that step? No. Okay, cool. All right, so how long, like, which version of them are you wanting to try and create? What do you guys think? How long will it take to make a middle version of each? Um, let's say it will take a total of, to make a middle version of all three of them, it will take a total of six, seven days. Less than a ten day. I mean, I feel like if we're going to do it, we have to make the best version of it. Like, I don't think it makes sense to have a, like, Mm -hmm. sneaky backup plan if we're not gonna go 100% into it. 
it just, I mean, it comes down to time and how much time we have. Um, I think the long version of everything will take twice that long. The, the really good version will take twice that long. So it'll take about 14 days. That's too long. I'm even wondering. I think, I think, I don't know. I think Flick is so antsy to get this done. I think he's just going to insist that we go meet with them and we just do like the short version. Do the seven days or do less. I mean, he's not opposed to seven days. I think he wants to do even like the, the even more half-assed version of that. Right. Again, what it comes down to is like, we have to decide how likely this plan is going to be a thing. Um, <laughs> and also, like, if we have to think about the fallout of it. You know, if we want them on our side, then we have to understand that if we do this, then that's probably out of the question. So, I mean, I can start doing it, but I still think that we should have some sort of code word and decide early on, like, okay, are we going to give ourselves two weeks worth of time? Like, I, I, I feel weary about wasting a lot of time because we already have wasted months and months in Silfson. And if that was, if that blue light was one of the, the temples getting consecrated for the, the bad guys, then, you know, how long is it going to take them to find the next one and do it again? You know what I mean? Right, Wait, what I'm do you with think? you. You haven't talked in a while. <laughs> um, I I actually kind of want your opinion, Bria, because I well, I feel like you're the person who has the most, like you've had the most interactions with the guardians. Like, do you think that they are going to listen? That they'll like take our logical arguments, and will they let us open the temple, or do we think there's like you know like only a fifty-fifty chance? I mean. That's that's the gamble. It's like, what is their reaction going to be? And since you know them the best, I'm curious what your gut is saying. I think that's actually a question for DM. My personal player's gut is telling me that we will be able to convince them of it and that we don't need the backup plan. But what do you think? DM? That's my gut as well. Me too. Um, I think, I mean, so let's talk about what you know and what you've seen. Right. Let's review what we said in the in the last episode and then add some things. Right. You have been able to convince them of things in the past. Um, right. Like you got them to go back and look at old translations and realize their mistakes. So that's definitely a tick in the pro column for being able to convince them. Right. On the other hand, like, you know, that there are still things that they haven't told you. You know that there are still parts of their traditions that they are rigorously uh, holding to and won't let you be any part of. So. Is it possible? You think it is probably possible, yeah. Is it going to be easy? No, because this is the very center of what they are, right? So, yeah, I mean, what you said is exactly right. That's just a slightly more detailed version, right? Yes, possible, not easy. Okay, now, re-asking the I'm question... Not giving you D- I'm not giving you DCs for checks. No, I'm <laughs> re-asking the question. How okay. easy is it going to be with Frosty's hat? <laughs> Get out. <laughs> no. Get out. Bria explodes. I, uh, I just, I, I, I personally feel really icky about lying to them. Um, mm. And so that, even though this was totally my idea and the whole reason that we're sidetracked, and I'm <laughs> so sorry. Because um, I also want to cover us. Like, I want to make sure we, we get what we need to do, but also, like, I feel really icky about lying to them. Right. Totally. And I think that. I think baseline, what we have to go in there and do is A, try and get a meeting with them. And that's on you, Bria, mostly. And then B, 
try and lay out all the facts for them. Like, I will tell them about my bird prophecy. I will tell them about the blue light. We'll tell them about, you know, everything that we, every single, like, kernel of whatever that we have, I think we should share with them. Because, you know, if I'm going to get them on board with, you know, consecrating this temple for a god that they know nothing about, I think we should start there, (laughs) you know? Yeah, and I think that you can also, we can frame the consecrating the temple as being a way to help the world because you know that's exactly um, because yeah. once we have denier we'll be more powerful and we'll be able to like stop this threat more easily than we would otherwise and if i think if we frame it that way we'll have a better chance and i also think we we can use the amulet if we reach a position where we think we're on like a teeter-totter point Adding yeah the nice thing about the amulet icky, is but that- the nice thing about the amulet is that they don't know they've been charmed when it wears off <laughs> yeah, yeah right. like i said it's icky but whatever Adding on to that, too, I know that that person got into the temple and didn't get the key, and we don't we don't want the key. Excuse me, we don't want the key taken. We don't want any of that. So I think that that could be an additional argument of like we want to keep the beast contained. That's our yeah. goal. Uh, yeah, but, right. So to play devil's advocate on this, like we're basically going in and telling them like, please let us do this because it'll make us more powerful. Um, <laughs> And they're supposed to believe that we mean the best. Like, Flick can cast Zone of Truth on us all. That's what I was thinking, actually. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Mm. Okay, I think we're good little... I, I feel confident in this, actually. So am I right. making them yes or no? I think no, I think no I want right? you to spend your time um, continuing my beetle armor. <laughs> <laughs> so you're still going to take 14 days, but you're going to be working on the armor the whole time. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Great. Okay, so you all... Uh, so, no, we're not making the, the replicas, as I understand. Okay. So you're going to head back. Um, you guys are going to stay about half a day's travel outside of the perimeter of the temple so that Bria can go in and set up a meeting. Uh, and she comes back, and obviously the rest... Uh, she, she goes in and, and, and does that, and obviously the rest of the guardians, the recruiter guardians, go in and also have conversations with the with everybody about the fact that Silfson is, is in a bad and somewhat confusing way. Um, so... Uh, they decide that Silfson is a pretty pressing matter that they need to sort of uh, figure out and deal with. So they're going to put together uh, a, a expeditionary troop to go see what's happening out that way. They're going to spend a couple of days sort of dealing with that. You all can, uh, they can gather everybody in that needs to be there for the conversation with you all in about three days. So you do have a little bit of time to plan uh, and you're not, you know, Bria, you don't really know if this is like a political make them wait thing or legitimately like they just need time to pull in everyone that is an important figure to have this conversation. Great. So in three days time, you all will have this conversation about the temple and uh, everything you know. And that is where we're going to leave it for this week. Bomb! All right. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. It is so good to have our friend Bria back. Welcome back, dear. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Be sure to listen next week to find out how this conversation goes. I know we've been waiting for it for a very long time, but I, I am very pleased. You all have a good, solid plan. Now let's see how it gets bungled. <laughs> Guess what? We have our 40th rating and review, and I have this review Woo-hoo. to Woo. read to all of you now, because that's what we do when you leave us a review. So, Throttle Wookie says... <laughs> <laughs> 
Spirited Away. I've been an avid D&D DM and player for almost 20 years, and I subscribe to more than a few podcasts. TLR has got me hooked. I've been bewitched into throwing... Oh, I'm uncomfortable reading this, but thank you, Throttlewookie. This is very sweet. I've been bewitched into throwing Mercer and crew on the back burner. Whoa. Thanks. And have been binging The Last Refuge obsessively. Jazzy Hands' sauciness, <laughs> Flick's boyish charm, Kit's compassion, Bizdira's aloofness, and Bria's energetic drive are all things you will become enamored with. The Last Refuge is bold, unique, and thrilling. I've grown to despise the phrase, and that is where we're going to leave it for this week. <laughs> <laughs> TLR we is yeah. TLR is intoxicating. Don't miss out on this adventure. Thank you, Throttle Wookie. That's, That's so a really sweet. awesome Yay, idea. Thanks. I really, really enjoy that. Thank you so much, and thank you for listening. Hope you're enjoying. Remember, of course, that you can also reach out to us on Twitter and Instagram at, at DND Last Refuge. That's at D, the letter N, D, Last Refuge. We'd love to have you follow us. Let us know what you think of the show. Of course, you can also email us at dndlastrefuge at gmail.com. We also do still have our website with character and player bios, fan art, and a link to our Patreon. That web address is www.dndlastrefuge.com. And as always, I also want to thank Robert Hopf, my story consultant for this campaign, and of course, all of you for listening. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have... Bizdira. Kit. Pa-pa-pa-pa-ya. <laughs> <laughs> and Flick. Thank you. (laughs) Happy gaming, (laughs) y'all. If an angel has sex with a devil, what happens? Um, oh, and it results I, I, do you in know, one child. Yeah, funny. Yeah, what happens? Well, uh, let's talk about those mechanics. No, uh, actually, I feel like I read something about this, and essentially, um, there isn't like an. I, I, do you mean an angel and a devil, or an Azamar and a tiefling? Let's go Azamar and tiefling. Okay, so Azamar tiefling. There's no sort of in between state there. So either it is an Azamar or a tiefling child. Like it just depends on like whatever genetics, right? Mm. Um, Angel and devil, I think, like, ha- I don't know. That hasn't been addressed because I feel like their natures are so, like, diametrically opposed. I don't really know what would happen. It's it would like make the a most human. boring, normal person in the whole world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like if Limbo were incarnated as a person, that's what it would be. <laughs> oh, God. That sounds awful. Wait, Bria, what's the uh, character on The Good Place that's, like, the completely mediocre place? Uh, Doug Forseth. Oh no, you're talking Doug Forseth. No, like, no, the uh, one. Uh, oh, Mindy I know exactly. Saint Mi- Claire? Mindy Saint James. Mindy Saint Claire. Saint, Saint James. James. Yeah, Claire. yeah. I, I literally just watched an episode with this, so that's the only reason why I remember. I, this. Same. Did you just catch yeah. up on this season? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I, me too. it was a recent. It just happened. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, so then that's after well, we're anyway. Yeah, totally. Yeah, except she's like crazy and like. Yes, anyway, we don't need to talk about The Good Place anymore. Sponsor is NBC. Moving on. Please. Um, I'd love to meet Kristen Bell. Um, 